There is no place like home. Hallelujah. With your family around you, you're never alone. When you know that you love, you don't need to roam. Because there's no place like home. Times are changing every day. We won't get by with those same old ways. No, no. Pulling together, we'll make it right. With help from our friends, I know we'll get by. Because there's no place like home. With your family around you, you're never alone. When you know that you're loved, you don't need to roam because there's no place like home. Better believe it. There ain't no place like, better believe it. Because there ain't no place like, there's no place like home. I mean, no place, child. Yeah, I'm just, child. <laughs> the whole country, <laughs> hell yeah, damn. <laughs> We're home now. Welcome home, Reverse Rail. Jesus. Home. That is uh, that is impatient, Grill, <laughs> on this evening. Um, and I am Rob Electric, Woogie Woogie, Woogie Woogie. And on this here episode, we'll be discussing Sister Slam, The Women's Devolution, Mick Judgment Day, and Cash Shit. Because this... This is the Cash Shit Podcast. And I mean no place, child. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, it was—it's funny because we talked about this uh, on the last episode. Um, that it was a quick one, and we said, "Well, you know, we'll have more to discuss next time, child." And here we are, and I'm not—I'm um, not sure we have a lot to discuss. I mean, well, since then we've had SummerSlam, we've had mm-hmm. the Riverboat Brawl. That we've had. Um, some twists and turns in the bloodline. We've had some very interesting Judgment Day stuff going on. You know, because mm-hmm. you know Trish modeling Seth Rollins shirts. You know, <laughs> plenty of <laughs> going shirt. on. Wow, an ally, um, mother. Listen, mother. Um, it uh, why well, it was funny because we said that you know believing that SummerSlam was going to bequeath unto us. Um, a, a, a lineage of things to discuss, and it was again kind of another straightforward. Like we're seeing the big four become kind of a straightforward moment. Um, it was not, and you, I, I guess our audience probably is getting accustomed to us saying this. It was not bad. Um, so that's not what we're going to ever say. And and they, you know, us all to get into the minutia and the nuance thereof. Um. So it just it, it just was, you know, kind of light on the shenanigans, of course. And the women turned the crowd on. Well, not in the, the, the attitude era way. Not Shane and Ronda, um, but the other women. They, I, I wasn't counting those those bull daggers. I was talking about um <laughs> I was t- talking about the queens, the Empress, the Queen, and the Est of the T's. Um carried the fuck on and then the genius of the sky uh came in to grab the things uh and continue on towards the sky um that is the kind of uh she nanigans maybe that's why there's she nanigans and not he nanigans please can you just please (laughs) shut up um 
I would be remiss. Ignore him, everyone. <laughs> Not to mention Eo running down the aisle, handing the briefcase to, ba- to Bailey, and Bailey saying, "You know what? Hey, Charlotte, it's been a while. While I'm on the way. While I'm on the way." And bopping Charlotte with that briefcase for no goddamn reason, and then <laughs> bopping Oscar with the briefcase for no goddamn reason. Charlotte, who couldn't even see. Okay. Right. Who was blinded still? Right. Who was still blinded? Yeah. Botter. Hilarious. We fell out. It was great. Two pieces. Yeah, it's the little Two things. The like, little things. Yeah. The good I mean, I knew we were she was when Charlotte was in the bridge for the uh but she was getting ready to bridge. I said, Oscar's getting ready to come in here and get directly in her face and missed her. And when she did, I levitated. Cause I could I was literally in that match was so well. Bianca? Needs an Academy Award. She needs the one they were supposed to give to Angela Bassett. And the nominees for Best Actress in a Motion Picture are. Yeah, we were a choke. My God, today. Yeah, we were shook. Sis started crying. Had the uh, baby face cry face, and we were like the the room the ref was hit the, silent. The ref, hit the, uh, <laughs> the ref hit the thing, and I was like, ah. And the only reason that I was remotely skeptical was because um when the when the other ref, other referees came out it was other i was like why would other reps come out other you know emts would come out not other refs um but that other than i mean it was flawless it was absolutely flawless we were just trying to make sure that our good girlfriend was not actually injured that but in terms of the story uh impeccable execution impeccable delivery came back in still snatched her third title but for a few minutes, longest reigning and shortest reigning of the modern era, um, still winning, still the EST, <laughs> shortest, longest. <laughs> I mean, what, branding, the branding in that, you know, like ooh, um, yeah. The girls came and snatched the night. It was, it was, uh, and that's why I said sister slam because it was all of the women of color. I wasn't including, uh, well, Rhonda is of color, but um, oh, so is Shayna. Oh, you know what? Never you mind. Know. They just they, they gonna. They're gonna stay in the board category and over there where they, they were messing up the event. Um the, the queens came through and let us know yeah. when the queen come through, everything shut they down. They set Rhonda um, and Shayna up. Um boots. That was just that was a terrible idea from jump. If they were going to do an MMA style match, then it should have been presented as an MMA style match and not a wrestling match inside of a wrestling ring. It was just slow and boring and bad. They should have been in the fight pit. Point blank right. in the period. They should have been in the fight pit. It would have been received so much better. It would have looked so much better. Like They set them up for failure. There was no way that that was going to get over in any way, shape, or form. And it sucks that Shayna's big moment was like marred by what really wasn't their fault. Not in my opinion. Yeah, because they didn't book it. And my thing is, it, it should have, we all said the same thing. Like, it should have been that for the first five, maybe 10 minutes. And then it should have ticked back into wrestling. And it's something that was familiar. Um, if it's a if it's a hard-hitting enough affair, it may get some oohs and ahs. But it needs something for the cheap seats. And having a, a, a um, brawl for all style kind of a thing without Butterbean. <laughs> it just really ain't clicking. It really wasn't clicking for the crowd. It was like, oh, yeah. I know, but it's, if you're gonna do that, you have to really be in there bucking. It needs to be some, some, some weapons, some pull aparts, 
you know, maybe the, the, the people come, you know, maybe the refs come down or something that just creates the, the visual melee we need um, before it ticked into like a full on wrestling match and we get the kind of shenanigans that we're expecting. If there were no shenanigans in that match, all heat shenanigans yeah. um, yeah. in that match. That was my second um, biggest disappointment of the night because I was very looking after the promo package they ran on Raw. I was very looking forward to Ronda and Shayna, um, so I was let down by that, but just a, a lot bit more let down by Finn not winning the World Heavyweight title. Yeah, that zapped us. Good match, but what's also getting a little... <sighs> the same way us fans stand on the knowledge of pro wrestling and its ethos is the same way that the wrestlers do. So they know what takes what you know what um, rips apart any stable. They know um, the the pitfalls and snares of of being a group and being a dominant faction. Um, and I, I kind of expect the booking not to be crazy uber necessarily necessarily uberly smart, but like to at least exist on top of the framework um, that we know them to be able to deliver on because the bloodline does exist above the tropes of you know, stables, you know, they, they're doing it, but they're doing it in a very nuanced, modern way. Um, I would expect the same with Judgment Day. They have too many options. They're running across three different brands. I just, I just, I just think that as characters, they would be, they've shown us that they're smarter than what they are. This isn't even me asking for something that they haven't delivered. They've shown themselves to be cerebral. They've showed themselves to be able to manipulate a swerve or to kind of do a red herring here and there. So like the finish was just like, y'all can't even get this together. Like y'all, like it was like uh, okay, all right. Seth, Seth and Smart, I smarted all four of y'all. Okay, all right. Well, all, all three. He didn't. He never cut out Smart Dami. Don't put him in that. <clears throat> Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, uh, but fast forwarding, I am very interested in this JD McDonough wrinkle in the Judgment Day, and something they haven't done before is have someone from outside the group come in and kind of put the glue back together and remind the group, like when we're all, mm-hmm. when y'all are on the same page, it's giving <laughs> hellfire and brimstone to the whole raw yeah. roster. Like we run, y'all run raw and hell add me to it. And it'll be even worse. And it could be, we running raw. I'm, I'm really liking that. That looks like the direction. Now, whether they go there or whether they have, you know, Damien, because Damien very much slid the briefcase to Seth Rollins on, or to Cody Rhodes on purpose. Yeah. On Raw. Like, like, sir, y'all spend your entire week in, week out gauging distances and having amazing depth perception so as not to kill yourselves. You don't know how how far to slide this briefcase? Yeah. It's so, I I don't know. (laughs) It's, it's, it's a great... It's a great story because you have that, but then you have right after that, JD come out and and Finn and Damien look at each other like, oh, all right, well, and then start stomping, and then they completely dominate and end up on top, all hugging at the end with JD McDonough down at ringside, looking like the manager, looking on, you know, with a smile on his face. So it's like they can go, they're setting up the the road, they're setting up two forks in the road for the judgment day. And mm-hmm. and I am very interested to see whether they you know, veer left or veer right. So they're kind of setting up, and they're also setting up enough people in it if they add JD, which is why Mick Judgment Day um, is happening for me. Um, they're also setting it up in a way that you it, it could be a faction split mm-hmm. um, in a way that you have two warring factions. Because really, 
now all you have to do, not that there's anybody that we could, but it could happen, is add one more woman. And now we got to even spleeve it, man. Even spleeve him. <laughs> and even Steven. Um, and even split down the middle um, with, you know, maybe Rhea, Rhea Dom and, and, and oh boy, or maybe it, maybe it flips. Maybe it's Rhea, Rhea Finn and what's it called? And then maybe JD pulls, you know, um, Priest to his side and there's another woman. But I don't know. It can go a lot of different ways, though. But I, I do I do like that for now, it appears that we're getting back on one page. And hopefully that's what that means because it's been too many false starts, too many teases, and no trigger's been pulled. Hopefully this means they kind of coalesce, come back together, but around a common purpose. And JD, that's an amazing... Um, way to intro him to the main roster mm-hmm. as a mastermind of sorts. I love that. I love that. That he's able to kind of manipulate them back into line. I love that because it also speaks to Judgment Day's appeal and him being an outsider, being on NXT and looking up there at the main roster and being like, I like that faction. I know Finn. Let me go talk to him and let me see what's going on. And I like what they're kind of, you know, positioned to do right now. So into it. Totally into it. Um, hopefully it continues. I love a good beatdown send off and that's what we got he was working cody yeah finn 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 let cody have it um he was he let cody know some things and uh he did (laughs) i believe cody learned Uh, (laughs) (laughs) because he he got back in the ring and said you know what i was gonna leave but i'm (laughs) not about it yeah i thought about it and i'm not done here's another coup de grace Here's another one. And then I'm going to sit on you and pose. I felt like you needed a... Right. <laughs> I'm not moving. And you can feel how you want to feel about it. Yeah. And I love the thing you pointed out, too. Um, guys that are listening, guys and gals, and all in between um, that are listening. Um, Reverse made a good point that, uh, that uh, Cody and uh, Finn had the same scar on the same side. And they were both involved with the same person around with the time that it happened. I thought that that was really poetic in a way. Um, interesting yeah, and enough. now they can add another scar to Cody because he got his ass beat. Um, <laughs> I am, I am all the way in. I have been already with Judgment Day. Obviously, I am absolutely infatuated with the whole mommy and dommy situation. Um, aside from the obvious, Roman and Charlotte, and actually, you know what? I'm just say Roman because right now Rhea and Dom are probably my second favorite. They are my second favorite act, and that includes Judgment Day and WWE outside of Roman Reigns. Um, so yeah, they kind of like push Charlotte down to number three for <laughs> for the time being. So I mean, she can always come up. To yeah, yeah, absolutely. Take, she can always when um, um, when she turns full heel and goes back to being the queen that I want. Then that's probably going to be the case, but. As of now, I am. I love the Judgment Day. I do not want them to break up. I just I want them to add JD and and go on a tear yeah. like no other. But if they have to break up, at least keep Dom and Mommy together over in their own pocket universe, um, oh, doing well, their thing. They're, they're, yeah. That's as close as we're getting to Latinx heat. Yeah. So they're they're not going anywhere. Like those two together, they're so hot and cold in terms of how the audience views them. While of the two of them, Rhea's the more dastardly. Like that's mm-hmm. the part. Like yeah. Rhea's the one really doing all the fucking damage, and and the crowd absolutely loves her. Um, I want that in ring to get together because uh, it's not hitting. That oh. well, let's we'll circle back to that in a second because um, 
Mm. Okay, before we get there, because I, I, I want I want to talk about the women, and I want to dig in because, I, and I want to have a very transparent discussion about that because across all promotions, because the women are simultaneously driving promotions, um, and they're they're the source of a lot of conversation, um, but this is also can absolve critique. We'll get there before we leave before we leave Sister Slam, um, the main event. Uh, let's talk about it. Let's not. <laughs> what that woman say on Don Lemon show? Do we have to, Don? God knew. <laughs> it's Black History Month. We gotta talk about our world. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it is Black History Month, <laughs> and we gotta God. talk about Amarosa. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, there was no tribal warfare. It was barely warfare, <laughs> and we saw the ending. And I'll just leave it at that. It was and... slow plotting, and it, it was awful. It, it was just awful. Um, some of us hated the Jimmy turn. Some of us were fine with the Jimmy turn. Um, we'll see where it's where it's headed. Um, Jay has quit the WWE. Um, quote unquote. Yeah, so we'll see where that goes. But as of right now, I'm on pause with um, the Bloodline story to see where it goes. I've I've not left it. I don't. I'm not as excited as I have been in the previous year and a half. Um, but I'm also not damning it. I want to see where this new chapter is leading us because that's what people are failing to realize. Like. It's, it was a close of a chapter um, mm-hmm. prior to SummerSlam. SummerSlam was the start of the next chapter, and it is just the beginning of this chapter. So try not to judge it just yet is what... Yeah. That's how I'm going about things right now. They've earned... They, nah, and, and we couldn't have said this a year ago, a year and a half ago. They've earned enough of my trust to make mistakes at this point. I have no problem with, with everything not hitting 100 because... They've earned so much of my trust at this point that I don't, um, I'm not going to overly critique it. What I do see is this. We are in a lull space right now. And it's funny because we, we've discussed um, lull spaces periodically here and there, uh, just in terms of like growing up the, the times of the year that we felt were lull periods and how they've done good to escape them, right? But, you know, maybe we're hitting a spot now where the current regime and in this in the you know duration too, where they're kind of seeing why those things used to happen. Um, because we have an axiomatic main event. So we know what's happening in April, right? So like they have all this downtime to feel now. Like they have all this story. We've talked about this too, like how they're going to hold over, how do they hold over. Um, when Seth won, we were looking at each other kind of like, oh, child, what does this equal, right? Like, how do we keep Seth busy? Is he going to Mania now? You know, we feel like Roman is going to Mania to be dethroned by Cody. How do we keep them busy now that Cody and Brock are done? Like, and we have, we, we keep looking at the pay-per-view, the PLE slate, and I think we, we, we may even get Crown Jewel again in November. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at like roughly three to five pay-per-views left, right? And it's a lot of storylines to fill. We we know the inevitable bloodline fatal four-way may be coming at some point in time, um, whatever the case may be. So I think they've kind of like 
it's not as bad as booking themselves into a corner, but now they have an opportunity that we've discussed because, you know, the, the writer strike is going on. So we've, we've got, you know, plenty of opportunity to pre- present original content to an audience that's looking for it in some way. So we may get, get some new eyes, but now we have this whole August to foreseeably January run to fill up with stuff. And it's kind of like, how do we hold over the big players? How do we hold over these story arcs? What do we do? And with a storyline like the bloodline that has gone so long, um, it's hard not to experience some fatigue on, 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 on all ends. And, and it's hard to fill in those blanks now with something that's conceivably um, realistic in regards to the, the way the story has run. Like Sammy was a nice holdover. Sammy mm-hmm. showed up right on time. They were able to bleed that clean through mania, you know, um, in some ways. I don't know um, what becomes that this time to give us the holdover we need to, to that. So I'm, and I'm sure something will precipitate. Right. But I think that's where we are. I think that's where we are now is like some of the payoff, you know, we've got the payoff finish line for some of these things. And it's like, okay, well, what do we do with the race until then? Um, the, the thing that I, I keep in mind about the bloodline, um, they know where they're going. There is zero part of me that believes that they don't have the next three, four, five months planned out. All the mm-hmm. way to Mania. The things that have happened in the past two weeks since SummerSlam have happened for a reason. We just do not know that reason yet. So, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, you said it earlier. I, they have all the faith in the world from me as well, as far as this bloodline story is. It for like, like I couldn't stand. Like somebody tweeted some nonsense about are we ready to admit that Sami Zayn made the bloodline story looked like it was good when it really wasn't like to completely negate a year and a half of greatness because they right one move on one night that you didn't like is crazy and it's exactly why Daniel Bryan at the time ran with that whole fickle story Mm -hmm. and character because it's true like that is absolute fucking nonsense but anyway I wholeheartedly believe that these things have happened for a reason because they have to lead to where they want to go. And I've said before that Roman's downfall does not really or truly begin until he loses his entire family. That is when the downfall goes. He has lost Jimmy. He has lost Jay. If they're not going to bring in any more Samoans, for this bloodline story and this iteration of it, he only has one left to lose. And they've already planted plenty of those seeds. So when mm-hmm. Solo finally leaves his side and Roman is on an island of relevancy all by himself with nothing but a wise man who poses no threat to anyone, no physical threat anyway, that is when he loses. And I believe that story starts to get told at the Rumble. And thereafter, you and you and you and I have watched a couple of similar uh, franchises. Uh, you know, be it SVU, 
um, you know, the portion of the blacklist that you did. Da, da, da. So we, we, we love a, a long form storytelling situation. And we understand that in that there are going to be some arcs and episodes that just don't resonate with us um, or events that don't resonate. With or us. filler episodes. Arc. Yeah, we get that. And I mean, and um, now I will say when you run up on a lot of filler, because I do believe that lately they've been running the formula of tick down to pop up. Um and that sets you up, that slingshot kind of a of a of a setup. It sets you up when you don't when you don't send something flying out there, you know. And so when you end pay per views kind of the way SummerSlam ended, it's like you know when we're thirty minutes out from a SummerSlam and we're not talking about it. That's that's very telltale. So you you gotta um you definitely have to leave room for filler, but they were doing so well. And I think early on, especially in duration one. It was, you know, a lot of just like the ability to get stuff out, and maybe it was a rush to get stuff out because they didn't know how long they were gonna have. But whatever the case may be, you know, they were they were slapping us left and right, and I think it got to a point where it was like, okay, you know, let's slow up a little bit. We can't we can't shoot our wide every week on stuff. But with that being said, um, there are times that it's titular that we deliver in my opinion, as, as big as possible. But nonetheless, they have my they have my full confidence that they'll be able to round that out. Now, where they are starting to lose some of my confidence, and it's not just WWE. Um, it's, it's around and across the board. Um, this issue with the women. And, you know, it's been bubbling up. People have been saying, hey, they've not been, they're not getting as much TV time. Um, you know, they're feel like they're being scrubbed from cards, whatever the case may be. And you've got, you know, um, either, you know, Levesque or Khan, you know, coming in with their political responses to some of the things that are going on in their various locker rooms. And like, like you like to say, you know, in this day and age, 2023, these things don't fly as well. You know, just saying something like, oh, well, that was never announced for this card or just saying, you know, um, or just having a company, you know, a towing the line company kind of a response. And then like, you know, hitting your locker room to say, hey, jump into the fray on socials. Um, it's a lot of things that we're so we're, we, we're, we're so beyond the veil as fans to some degree about certain things that those things really don't work anymore. Um, all that to say, we definitely want to see the women not just showcased and shown anymore, which we we've been beyond that, but we want to see captivating storylines. We want to see nuanced, layered storylines, um, and we want it to be ongoing. And like you mentioned, Charlotte earlier on, like Charlotte, you know, you got Oscar, now you got Bianca, um, you've got Mercedes out there floating uh, across different promotions. You've got Trinity holding it down over um, in uh, Impact. Um, You've got all these women, you know, a, a, a potential re-signing of, Ky- of Kyrie Zane. We'll see where that goes. Um, you've got Jakara and um, Lash down in NXT and Metaphor. Yeah, it's the Metaphor. Time. Yeah, you got <laughs> Tiffany making noise. You got Lacey Evans potentially exiting today. Um, or exiting today. And Yeah, not- I think uh, she didn't leave too much to the imagination there. She said when the clock strikes 12... Right, right. Excuse free. They ain't much to you know. Yeah, left to the imagination there. And, and I mean, really I quickly on that. Says, hold on, really quickly ahead. on that. The creative team really blundered and failed Lacey Evans. That woman 
took everything that threw at her and put all her all into it and and did what she was supposed to do. She put in the effort and they this start and stop nonsense that was constant with her completely cut her legs out from under her every single time. So I am not surprised or shocked that she would have wanted to leave. That's all. No, yeah. Uh and we and we're on file saying that um way um way before now. We we're on file with saying like this baby girl did everything she could. Um she took it and ran with it every chance every time she had the ball, she executed the thing that they wanted her to execute. They wanted her to be scrappy, um, you know, orphan running out of the uh the meth trailers of her of her hometown. She did right. that. They wanted her to be a Amanda Rollins, she did that. They wanted her to be Sister Slaughter, she did that. Like she did not not commit to they wanted her to be in an affair with Rip Flair. She did that. Um, you know, she did everything that they asked her, and I don't have any big ills about Lacey Evans. I don't have any big things to say about her that are negative. Um, she was solid, and I think given enough time and run and repeat, rinse and repeat, she would have been great. Um, I just don't know. I, I you know, and I and I can if she asked for her release, if her contract expired, whatever the case may be, kudos to her. I could see her somewhere like Impact. Um and landing there and 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 doing and doing exceptional there and and then rebuilding whatever brand she wants to build there. But all that's to say, you know, she won't be the first to let a contract expire. She isn't the first to, to leave here recently. Um, when WWE is on an uptick, when they have the densest women's roster they've ever had. But that's also coming with a lot a lot of different things. Then it's coming with a lot of, you know, mismanagement of those tag belts still. You know, Mercedes and Trinity are are now Mercedes and Trinity and are doing just fine, uh, a la boys to men. And and here we are still having the same issues with the women's tag team championships. Right. Either they're the injury people issues. are getting injured. Right. Right. Either people are getting injured or outside of that, the booking is just we consolidated. We consolidated tag titles. And you mean to tell me the women you took them off of in NXT who who just were becoming hot as a team, they ain't got no issue with that. They have no issue with losing to a team that got split up a month and a half later. And then Bells had gone through two more teams by that by that point. Yeah, and you can't even use the injury uh bug as an excuse because once uh the great team of Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville happened, and they got the tag titles. What did they do? They got put in singles matches and were jobbed out to singles wrestlers, and then they got put in a tag match with in a non-tag title match and lost. Like the, the tag Charlotte titles, and yeah. And even before that, they lost. They lost a tag match to some, I can't remember who it was, but whatever. Like mm-hmm. they've just not treated the women's tag team titles like a priority ever since Mercedes and Trinity told them y'all are not treating the women's tag titles <laughs> as a priority. They're not. They were absolutely they're, right. They're not. They, you could you could have had Shayna do what she did because everything that Shayna cited for her as her causation was causation before they ever faced Alba and, and Isla. They could have done that in the Isla and Alba match mm-hmm. 
and let them take the belts and keep on and bounce around to NXT and main roster, this, that, because the, they still haven't been, no one's been down to, to NXT with them belts yet. Yep. So you have that go on. You have them drop for no reason and then diss a fucking peer. They, they land on, they land on those two. They bounce from them back to, to Raquel and Liv who now either have kayfabe or some or tweaked situations or actual injuries. And then they bounce from there to a to a team that we love that wins and and now they're they're derailed because of an injury. Don't get me wrong, not for nothing. Piper Niven being back, Piper Niven being Piper Niven, Piper Niven being beat for no fucking reason. Piper <laughs> Niven having her first title reign, cool. Not how I would have wanted it to happen. I'm just happy because of who it involves. But everything about that is absolutely insane. Yeah, I get the not wanting to vacate the titles again so soon and do like a tournament totally. style thing again so soon, but that that's what happens when you do shit like not treat them as a priority because you had to do that just a while ago because you had no plans for the tag titles and now you find yourself in an injury situation that is no one's fault and not the creative team, not the wrestlers, no one, but now you can't vacate them and do you know, a tournament or something like that because you just fucking did it. Because you have no plans and you have for the no titles. Teams. And you have no t- you've You've either split You got teams. They're just sitting at home. <laughs> but you, you split up Ronda and Shayna. Um, you were getting ready to put uh, Raquel, you know, uh, Detective Vincent in a few with Rhea. Mm-hmm. You know, like, <laughs> there's still no... And then you got Alvin Wissacar sitting at home. You you now you get now you're feeding Indy and Candice right. to Rhea. You remember you had Jaden and Katana all of a sudden, right? And so it's if you have been booking the division like a division, there will be someone to hand that belt to. How we just discussed the fact that when whenever Charlotte wants, she can turn back up. Whenever Oscar wants, she can turn back up. Whenever EST wants to turn back, she, like we have enough of that. We need that in tag division. We need teams that we can just say if we got to default back to this, we can default back to this. And then you also got to be able to explain why you don't take belts off people whenever they, they have injuries or whenever they can't defend for months at a time. It's not it's, it's inconsistent, you know, depending on what the injury is and who it, and who it involves. KO, for all we know, how long is KO out? Not that he's going to be out long, but they haven't said anything. Mm-hmm. No idea. But we're being made to believe that that's okay for him to be injured and they, and they keep their belts. And to be fair, to be fair, a great point because KO is injured and Nothing has happened there. But to be fair, since WrestleMania, the men's tag team titles have been shit as well. Sammy and KO haven't done a goddamn thing with those tag titles. Nothing. But carry them around. Yeah, nothing. There's no reason for them to be complex. And I think the women's only got complex because the men's were. And it's like, uh, to your point that you always say, like, where are the tag teams? Sammy has the tag team titles, his partner is injured, where are the tag teams who want these belts? Why are we not in Adam Pierce's office or in the ring fussing on the mic like, um, we want our tag team title shot, but we can't get it because one of the tag champs is down and injured, so what are we doing? You doing shit like Alpha Academy is the hottest they've ever been and you got, and you got one of them in a few for the IC title. You doing shit like that. Don't right. get me wrong, it's going it's to be beautiful, it's going to be amazing, it's right. going to be a great match, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah, you got the, the street profits or uh, street business over there. Why is Bobby not directing them to after the tag title? Wouldn't wouldn't that be the first 
thing we do now that we now that we're together, now that I got you online and I gave y'all this edge and I'm showing y'all how to really go about things in this company and in this business. Why are we not beating Sami Zayn's ass? Because his partner is nowhere to be found. Why are we not going after the tag chat? Like the same reason that Gunther hasn't told the rest of Imperium to look at them tag team titles. <sighs> what better way to restore your credibility in, in Imperium than for you to look at them belts? In the same way, the same way that you can axiomatically slide Piper Niven in as a tag team partner, then I'm sure you could find somebody for Sammy to team with. Yeah, make it make sense. Yeah, I I don't know. It's because right now it's not making sense. It's not making sense, and like I'm enjoying it. And they, and, and and that's a that's a, a macro discussion. The, the micro discussion was the women. I, I'm enjoying. I'm not going to allow the move to where we are right now circumvent that we the the quality control we still got to really be focused on quality here you you it can't just be well you got women on tv now okay great cool we cured that we've been cured that that doesn't mean you get to give us shit programming with the women this is not making sense and your roster is too dense now for it to not make sense you have bitches you can call up did natty just say fuck it i think so natty just said fuck it her Alba and 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 Isla said fuck it. They said fuck it. They said cool. I'm in a title program and I and I don't care and I don't care no more. I'm at, I'm at the height of my division and contendership, and I'm just gonna go home and take my ball home. Rhea dog walked me dog walked me every chance she got. We finally got into a match and I took that bitch to the fucking limit and gave her the best match she's had in a long time. So. I just, I'm going home. I'm not, I'm not going to keep ticking away at it this week, every, every week. I'm not going to keep it. Just, okay. Got it. Okay, cool. Because Raquel's done more in response to her than Natty did. And Raquel didn't, I mean, you know, like she didn't get the work in Natty again. Natty got worked. Mm-hmm. Natty got embarrassed. So, like, it's just, that's, it's not even like, not for nothing, I could be speaking out of turn here and from privilege, but I don't, that's not even how, in my mind, women move. That's not how women move. Bitch, I'm getting my lip back. <laughs> First <laughs> chance I get. And makeup, I'm knocking her. When she getting that new shaggy doo-doo um, ready to go for and, and re-dyed, I'm knocking her. I'm knocking her every chance. I have they doing down in NXT with, um, who is it? Uh, Blair and what's it called? Roxanne. What's the little girl in there? Yeah, how they fighting it. Like, that's, like, bitch, when I see, Fantasia, when I see you, <laughs> when I see you, like, I'm knocking you. If I see you, I'm knocking you. First chance I get. Like it's just. I don't know if they don't have women writers. I I, I I'm just I, I'm at a loss, and it's getting to the point where like, I don't want to allow my happiness and my enjoyment with the work rate and the presence of the women to this degree to force me to ignore the things we have to fix. Right. Back to that Rhea, Rhea's matches. It's already a complaint that we don't get enough of them. It's already yeah. a complaint that she don't be in her division. It's already a complaint that da 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 da. Then when you do have a match, it's given. Okay. Damn. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, and we know Triple H can book women to great levels. Like it, it just it's this is not making sense. I don't know if like if he spread thin now because he like NXT and the main rosters. Are vastly different, like the size, the responsibilities, mm-hmm. number of stories, but 
it's not given what NXT Black and Gold gave for the women of women where prominent... Honestly, it's not even given what NXT right now is given for the women. That's why I brought up, you know, Roxanne and Blair. Someone knows how to still book women. Yeah, I don't know. I could probably look at the, like, look like Tiffany's books well. Uh, uh, Jakara and uh, Lash, they're they're being booked well. They're they're being put in in prime positions. Um, you know, Blair and what's the name? Yeah, uh, and, and Roxanne, they're being booked well. So what's uh, the 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 young chick that's in um JC? The yeah, she's being booked well. Yeah. Um, so she's got a whole story going stuff. on that doesn't even involve other women right now. Like right. it's uh, yeah. And all the stories that we see that bubble up on NXT, um, NXT's timeline and on Twitter, that it's normally the girls in NXT being way too good for for this this you know era of their career. So someone still knows what to do, and that's why I'm lost. Like, cause stuff like taking their tag titles, bringing them up north, and 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 combining them, conjuring them with the other tag titles for nothing to happen in response to that. Y'all talk about they can be defending on all three brands, and we don't. We see Judgment Day more than, there than like if I were a female tag team in NXT. The next time Judgment Day came out there, I'd be like, "Bitch, take this note back to the main roster. Tell them bitches with them tag titles to come on down here." Yeah, I'm sick of seeing you bitches. And if you come back down here, be ready to defend your titles too. Like, I it's just there's a there's a disc a small disc not even small. There's a disconnect happening. And I can't ignore it because I'm enjoying everything else. I can't just go, no, it isn't. Because you know? it, it's to me now, that makes it more glaring. Because mm-hmm. things that are good are good. Right. So yeah. these other things are like, who's doing this? Who did that? They definitely need a hard reset on how they're booking and how they're writing uh, the women. It just is... I don't understand. I don't understand at all. And it's not just like I said. It's also you know the stuff. Yeah, it's not just the women. Yes, yeah, is. I mean, it's not just the women either in WWE. But yeah, it's right, not right, just right. WWE. It's it's pretty much across the board. Um, I don't know. It is what it is. You can hope for the best and hope that, like, I don't know. I don't know that this post SummerSlam reset has because that's what that's what's happening. Triple H is booking. Like Jim Crockett promotions, he's booking like NWA. He's booking quarter to quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, he is. the the big four or five pay per views now are the big pit stops where we finish out or start the new chapter in a story mm-hmm. and go through the next quarter to the next one. Um, so I don't, I don't. We'll see what happens on the lead up to Survivor Series. Whew. I mean, well, that's. Uh, I mean, yeah. Um, they're. I think they're just leaving. A, they're leaving an opening on that main roster. Uh, thankfully, there are more eyes on NXT than have been in a long time. Thank you, Don. Leaving a, a, a. I mean, no shade, but they're leaving a really, really big opening. Um, for someone else to come do this thing correctly. Um, how long is so? Rousey, is she out? Out or is it? What is that? From all the accounts, she's done for now. Okay. I, I don't know if and when she'll be back. I don't know if the Becky Ronda match they wanted to do is going to happen at um, WrestleMania. But at this point, I don't think so. It looks like the match there is Rhea and Becky. Um, mm. But 
Other than that, yeah, I think she's done for now. I wonder if Tegan is cleared. I don't know. For her to come back and do what? Like, <laughs> they got so many women on Raw and SmackDown <sighs> that just aren't doing anything. Like, again, Fire and Dawn are just somewhere casting spells and chilling. Hopefully, in, with Bray. Like, hopefully chilling with in a cauldron. Like, hopefully, they're with Bray. Uh, that that would send me to the moon. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. That that would send me to the moon. But I just have we seen Shashi since she? We haven't seen her even that much since the whole shave head thing. We haven't, we haven't seen her. She had an in ring segment where she finally appeared in Chase after Bailey, but that was the last I remember yeah, but of her. That was it. And yeah. we, we haven't seen the EST in a minute, but that makes sense. Yeah, we haven't seen her um, since SummerSlam. Yeah, that makes total sense. It, it was really good seeing Dakota. Um, that was and, great, and like yes. you, Yeah, that was beautiful. And to your point, you know, um, it looked as if EO had no clue she was even there. So that was that was so cute. Yeah, and I'm glad that it appears that she's going to be back on TV with them full-time, even if she isn't cleared for in-ring. Because the, the right. visual of them three, you know, is great. And, yeah, she can play the managerial like somebody- role for now. Right. What I, and what I like about that is when people do that and have done it over time, you stop looking for when they're cleared and you kind of forget and you're mm-hmm. interested in being a manager and today rock somebody out of nowhere. Right. And it's giving, oh, she's clear. Okay. Well, welcome back. Um, so I love that it kind of lowers your guard in a way because you get used to seeing them again. Um, but yeah. Um, that that also brings me back to Piper because I, I with her we're just walking in and returning that way. I, I think I, I, again I'm happy for Piper Niven, but there were so many better ways to have done that. Yeah. Um, even if it had been like, well, you have a defense lined up, you have to go to the ring and defense defend against you know uh, Katana and Caden. Uh, good luck finding a partner and Chelsea just running through the back and everybody's giving girl don't see it uh-uh <laughs> we know what you give don't see it and like she's out there on her own and she is like it's looking like they might be getting ready to win and boom piper nip and yeah. just come through and wash them girls like there was a really to me there was a more impactful way to have done that because you just don't have a return like the like when aj returned the last time yeah and AJ just was on just the screen throwaway like, segment yeah that's AJ Styles. Like you can't just. So it's a, it's a, you know. I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not to the point where I'm saying the honeymoon is wearing off. Mm-hmm. But I am to the point where I'm like, let's let's let's, let's, let's line back. Yeah, up. let's get back to what we know can happen. Yeah, the quality that we know is possible. Yes, that we just were saying, um, Punk. Um, what's the call? Son? Uh, no, uh, what's the call? Brother, Dolph's brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's just, I, the scuttlebutt I'm seeing online is, you know, people for the way that Punk has been able to organize his show in a way, and now they're coming at him like, you know, oh, this is typical. Oh, I'm like, fucking people need to grow like, up. That, that's the end of that. That's the end of that. <laughs> Everybody grow up. You're at work. Do what the fuck you're being paid for. Stop acting like a bunch of fucking pussies and children, and and do your goddamn job. And like that. That's it. Like grow up. Please. That's where, that's really where it is. Because I, I was just I was looking at the stuff and I was like, so what is the issue in here? Because this like the, the punk having whatever whatever control people feel like punk has in this moment was was that was always by design. Like we knew that, mm-hmm. so I know y'all knew that. 
so what are we what's going on here that whole show was created so punk could be back on tv and that came from warner brothers so sorry for you but as long as warner brothers wants punk on tv that's what's gonna happen like and we knew that in the story so y'all knew that right <laughs> like, yeah. so why are we oh, da, 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 oh girl shut up like I don't know. That that is a bit weird to me, especially considering it's the show's doing numbers. The show's quality is 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 head and shoulders above anything else they're offering. So mm-hmm. what do you want to happen? What is your suggestion? Like, like, like what would you like? Cause this is the tea. As is. So yeah, I don't I'm not sure what's going on with that. I'm just looking at the women's roster right now and I'm kinda just I'm kinda gagging a little a taste. I don't know. It is as it is. Yeah. Yeah, we don't, we've said as much as we can say about that. Um, no, we have, we have. Um, I'm interested. In, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in the next couple of weeks. There's where this closing sale, so there's going to be major yes. shakeup like behind the scenes and in the offices. We already found out through an SEC filing that Paul Levesque is not on the board of Endeavor, and people are freaking out. But it makes sense. It's not the board of WWE. It's the board of Endeavor. Um, as long as Triple H remains in the creative role that he is in and running that, I'm fine. He doesn't need to be on the damn board. Um, but it's going to be very interesting to see what shuffling happens because there are definitely going to be cuts and shit made, I think, um, in offices as far as the roster is concerned. So, yeah, I think we are, are set for next the next month or so, a very interesting time backstage and in the WWE and seeing where people land after this sale is officially closed and WWE is now is owned by someone not named Vince McMahon. So, um, is is Steph on the board still? She is not. I don't think she was listed on the board. No, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't look at the the filing. Hold on, but I'm gonna pull it up right now. I already got Google open. Endeavor board of directors. But was she has she been on the board on their board since she left? I wonder. Uh I don't know. Hmm. I cannot find I'm finding their current board, but I want the board. Uh, Endeavor SEC filing board. Uh, <clears throat> okay, SEC.gov. Here we are. Advisors. This my boom, boom, boom. I do not see Stephanie's name on here. Hmm. Nope. Because I'm wondering if she kept her seat after leaving in general, or if she was, if she just was one and done. Crisscross episodes. She. Like, oh no, she wasn't on the board of WWE after she. She. Okay. She, That's, yeah, she resigned. She had her stock. Mm-hmm. She still had a stock, but no, she resigned from the board and from the company. Got it. Yeah, yeah, then I okay, then yeah, then I wouldn't expect her to 
summarily have a yeah, say. Yeah, President, like, like, man, boy, my Sheffield President Chief Governor Bull, Dana White, Nick Kong, voted up six of 11 members who will be appointed at a later date, six of whom will be appointed by Endeavor. And five, okay, so the board of directors will consist of 11 members who will be appointed at a later date, six of whom will be appointed by Endeavor, and five of whom by WWE. Mm, ooh. So, That's five seats. That's interesting. Yeah. Because we know who two are going to. I would assume George Barrios, Vince McMahon, Nick Khan, the Michelle, I forget her name, and one other person who's not Paul Levesque, clearly. Clearly. Yeah. That is very interesting. So we'll see. We will. Um, AW sales for uh, what's the call? Uh, have they have they gone up any? Uh, so last last I saw was eighty thousand. They they've hit eighty thousand. They surpassed it. I think they are like five hundred tickets away from beating WrestleMania thirty two's attendance record. And the fact That's that wild. any company in the United States is anywhere near that record is insane. Are y'all scared? You should be. Scared, shook, panicking. Insane. And they did 90% of it without a single match announced. They only just started announcing stuff two weeks ago. So that's T. Yeah. Insane. I'm into it. And what and what match have they they just announced? The women's match? Is that it? No, they is Adam Cole and MJF for the title. Okay. CM Punk and Samoa Joe is clearly what they're what they're going for. Joe laid out the challenge. Um, mm. The four way women's match with Soraya, Carl Sheeta, Britt Baker, and Tony Storm. And Tony was here. It's two of them from uh, what's it called? From Outcast. Um, and FTR versus the Young Bucks for the tag titles. I think that's it for now. So, building up to be a pretty good card. That's that's, that's G so far. Um, From what I know, Kenny Omega, uh, Kota Ibushi, and Hangman versus Jay White, uh, Juice Robinson, and somebody. I can't recall who. Oh, Takeshita. So, yeah. Yeah, that's all. It's rounding out. I don't think there's anything else that we haven't really covered. That was just a recap on Sister yeah, Slam. That's it. Last couple of weeks, where everything is. The state of women's wrestling. Yeah, I think that's it. That um, was all. Anything you want to offer the people outside of that? Uh, no, I'm ready to get on the game. <laughs> As am I. Well, you can find him at reverse underscore uh, rail, me at Roberts underscore rules. The cash shit as the main handle and outside of that anything else for the benediction uh hail rail 716 on psn hail as an h-a-i-l-r-e-l-l 716 some would say h-e-l-l but you can find me at roberts underscore rules underscore so the underscore (laughs) we took out of the cash sheet we put at the end of my name with the psn there you you go. go there you go so let's go kick some girls asses and this is the cash shit podcast